Episode number four tonight, and uh, we uh, we named the podcast title "Welcoming Heckle and Shy." It was a podcast that Snow and I were on about four weeks ago, maybe five. Yeah. Um. So just from us, you know, hello, welcome. You reached Project Twenty Six. We're a Native American team bringing you to the world, bringing you to our world for a little bit. We're here to discuss paranormal, witchcraft, and haunted history. We're excited to share our tales and investigations with you, and we are sincerely. Thank you for joining us today. To reach us, you can email me at redlakenation24 at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on my website, www.arrowheadinvestigations.net and crossingtheveil.wixsite.com is snows. And our Twitter is at arrowhead1945 and crossingtheveil is at snowc. TV, and just want to say welcome to Shelby and Kenzie. How are you ladies doing tonight? We're good. How are you guys? We're good. I got Dave on my right and Snow on my left. And did you forget my name for Taylor a second? behind me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> been a long day. <laughs> oh, well, I'm Shelby, and I have Kenzie sitting here on my left. Hey, hey, girls. What's, What's up, on? guys? What <sighs> a day. It has been. Yeah, it's been a couple days. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anyways, you ladies are out of Colorado, correct? Col- are you no, kidding we're in Utah. me? Utah. I wasn't saying Colorado. I don't Jesus know why. Christ, I, I keep telling you, Utah. <laughs> I said it like ten times. I'll get it one day. And this is how this <laughs> is going to start. <laughs> God, <laughs> I don't trust that you'll get it one day, and that's fine. Uh, I'll just... I, I could, but just, just not today. <laughs> okay. I'll accept that. <laughs> so, basically tonight, we're going to start off by talking about haunted items. Like, um, Dave has... I'm going to let Dave take it from here, and then we can all throw our feedback in, and if you ladies have any haunted items or stuff like that you like to discuss, we can all just kind of toss it around a little bit. Dave? Okay. Yep. Okay, I would like to talk about the Dybbuk box. Oh, <laughs> no, this thing is absolutely insane from what I've been reading. And it, the Dybbuk box is a small, it's like a wine cabinet. Mm-hmm. And the actual definition of a Dybbuk is... It is an 
Dybbuk is an abbreviation of a Hebrew word, which I cannot pronounce, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Uh, it means, it, it comes from the Hebrew word, which means the act of sticking and is a nominal form derived from the verb dabik. Now, what, mm-hmm. this, what this thing is, it is a spirit that attaches to someone or something and the spirit has a mission to go on. And once the mission is complete, it leaves. Right. So that is my definition of a dibic. Where's this box at? The the box right now yeah. is in Zach Bagan's museum. Ah, going to Vegas, right? Yes. Okay. What do you pay for it, you know? I... I I have no idea what he paid for it. I could not come up with a price unlike your price. Because <laughs> I don't know where the hell you got that. Something called the internet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you came up with a price? Yeah, what he paid for the glasses, yeah. Yeah, when uh, Zach Bagan paid for Ted Bundy's reading glasses. Yeah, he paid 50 grand. Oh my God, he has those? Yes, yeah, <laughs> he's getting on like hell of fire for it too. People are like, they're sick, destroy them. And like people just love them. I mean... It's one of those things where he just bought it and he put it in his museum. And there's been like right. threats for people go to burn his place down, and the family's trying to sue to get him out and all this other stuff. Now, back to the back Dybbuk. To the Dybbuk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now this this thing, like I said, is a small wine cabinet, and every person to come in contact with this thing has had health issues or just weird shit going on in their lives. Uh, glasses breaking, doors locked. Uh, severe health issues mm-hmm. and uh, it it was brought to the US by a Polish Holocaust survivor named Havila she held on to the box until her death she kept it in her sewing room and upon her death her family had a an estate sale in which it was sold now the owner or the, the guy who bought it had uh, he was a furniture restoration guy and he had it in his warehouse and that is where this thing started getting stupid and it locked one of his employees in the warehouse like the emergency exits and the windows and the light bulbs started shattering so what the fuck yeah <laughs> 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 oh sorry nope mm that's when we go good times. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> if something locked me, no, I'm claustrophobic and I have oh, I know. issues. I freak out. I'm sure. Windows. So um, after the weird health issues and the stuff that started happening, uh, they actually opened this box. And this is where uh, Shelby and Snow, I would like you guys to discuss this with this crazy shit that they found in this box. Okay. Oh, yeah. they f- they yeah. found two pe- 1920s pennies, a lock of blonde hair bound by a cord, a, lark- a lock of darker hair also bound by a cord, a small statue engraved with the word Shalom, which is Hebrew, uh, a small golden wine goblet, Dried, dried rosebud and four-legged candle holder. Now, what does that mean to you guys? Shelby, you want to go first or do you want me to take it? 
Sure, I'll just so the, the main thing I wanted to say is I have a theory that I wanted to bounce off you, Snow, and see what you thought because okay. I was like meditating on it last night. Okay. Um, so the shalom word translates into the word peace. Um, so that being engraved on the statue kind of gave me the vibe of this. So I am under the impression that there were two different situations with the binding of the hair. Um, I feel like one of them, more the blonde hair than anything, was actually done as a form of protection. They were trying to protect a younger person. And I want to say that the brown hair that was bound and tied in there was someone they were angry at. Hmm. And it was like a combination. That's at least the vibe that I got. Can, yeah. can I interject for a second? Yeah. Uh, from what I have been reading on this, the whole... Um, the, the whole ritual they did with the binding and the placing of the objects inside this box was to actually summon a divic or divic to uh, help them because they were Hebrew they um, and it was during World War two they wanted to actually try to stop Hitler so I want so okay so I mean I guess they could have been trying to protect someone with the blonde and then summoning with the brown maybe I don't know I just felt like that some of it was a form of protection especially with the the word shalom which means peace yes so um, in my opinion I think they wanted to try to um, help their community the, the Hebrew community while mm -hmm. trying to stop Hitler doing his ridiculously stupid shit. Yeah, I did yeah. read something about that, too, and had that vibe. That, that would make sense. Like, kind of, like, protect themselves from all the evil that was happening, and they wanted peace, and they needed to summon that to make it happen, which, I mean, I get it. <laughs> well, some of the things that are found in the box are um, items that a witch would put in a, uh, a witch ball, which is a protection ball. Some of these items. Mm -hmm. Um, with the, the four, four sticks candle thing, what's it called? It just says a four legged candle, a holder. four legged candle holder. And like the, the rest of the items definitely was some type of ritual, but usually with witches, at least in my line, um, after the ritual's done, these things should have been buried and not put in a box. It should have been buried into the earth. Um, once the ritual was complete. So um, it could go it could go two ways here. Um, with the protection, um, definitely the locks of hair. Um, usually, if you're doing a protection, you wouldn't have both locks of the hair if you're trying to go at one person or curse one person and then you're mm. trying to protect another person those are two different those are two different rituals well there there was oh, two hard. people that did um that were involved in placing of the objects it wasn't just that way it wasn't just the have have a little lady there was also her cousin sophie oh okay so that could have been what happened and at the from what i'm getting um did you find out whether or not she was a witch? Because she sounds like a witch to me. What, what they did was they used an Ouija board, summon the spirit oh. to try to no bind the spirit or trap the spirit to help them 
um, save their people. Yeah, I remember that part. Okay. It sounds to me like they were on the right path, but I don't think they knew exactly what they were doing, and they wound up obviously getting themselves in a situation that they were not expecting. Yeah. Well, they, um, from from what I read, the um, the Havala lady uh, had the box up until she died, which was in early two thousands, and oh, wow. um, it, it didn't do anything. But the family knew it was there because when the guy bought it at the estate sale, uh, he he did question whether it was a fair family heirloom or not. And the family members did tell him, we need to get this thing out because it's got a Dybbuk in it. But it doesn't get into detail on what kind of mischief this Dybbuk did to Havila and her family. Huh. I'm curious as to whether or not, because she summoned it, if it kind of left them alone. That That's a possibility too, because it was on a mission Right. It, it, it had its own mission, and uh, Havila and her family were not part of that mission. Right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So um, after, um, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you guys have anything else? Oh, no, no, we're no, just no. we're mumbling. Oh, we're good. <laughs> awesome. So after they they opened the box and more strange and weird stuff happened, a uh, a museum curator bought the box, and the same stuff happened to him with the illness and the just craziness. But this guy actually uh, uh, kept it in his house. So what he ended up having to do was he bought a one of those big giant uh, shipping containers that you see on the big giant ships. Mm-hmm. And he had the box locked in there. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, finally... Um, Zach Bagan bought the box and now it is in his museum in Las Vegas. So I don't know if any anything crazy has ha- happened to Zach, but I'm interested to find out. So, Well, I would hope that um, with all that he does with getting items like this, I, I would hope he has somebody on his team that will secure these items or bind them so... You know, like how the Annabelle, Annabelle doll is in, in the glass and, yes. and it's blessed. Um, I would hope that he would have had something like that done with these items because if not, I, I, I'm i surprised he's still alive. Well, he is a crazy, <laughs> crazy motherfucker. Yeah. He but, took Annabelle out of the case and was holding Annabelle. I no, man. <laughs> you, you guys think you could handle Annabelle? No, but I still think he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, no. Annabelle. Honestly, Annabelle is within. It, it's stored within like forty-five minutes of us, so oh we're, we're kind of desensitized to it because it's everywhere in Connecticut and it's on the paranormal yeah. shows. And I mean, we, we could literally drive there in forty-five minutes if we wanted to see it, but to actually take it out of its case, no way. Why would they allow him to do that? It's Annabelle's on tour. No, I'm saying why would they allow him to take it out and touch it? Doesn't probably, make sense. Probably up to John's nephew. I'm sure they just said go for it. You know, he's a yeah. celebrity, and you know it's good good repertoire for everyone. Which comes back down to my pet peeve of people just taking chances with things that they have no business taking chances with. Absolutely. And that's why I say he's an asshole because he's constantly provoking. And I I personally think being incredibly disrespectful to different objects, items, and areas. 
when he's doing the stuff that he does. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's why I don't watch these shows. Is this museum even open yet? I oh. believe so. Oh, yeah. That said he paid, it just says he paid tens of thousands of dollars. So he probably paid 40, 50 grand for, for it too. For a pair of freaking glasses. They show the inside of the box. <laughs> you see the inside of the pictures of it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> so that is all I have on the Dybbuk box. Okay. So do you guys have anything else to add to it? To the to the box? Yeah. No, I'm just disappointed that it didn't come with like old ass wine. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> done with that. That would have been helpful for yeah. everyone, I think. Maybe it'll take the edge off a little bit. <laughs> That, no, I mean, don't touch boxes at estate sales, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, well, now yeah. I'm, like, worried about, I like to go antiquing and thrifting and all that stuff. Like, now I'm done with that. <laughs> I mean, I don't recommend it. Yeah, I don't <laughs> like, either. I'm scared. Yeah, I definitely don't, don't, uh, like, when people go and do those type of things and buy antiques, especially antique mirrors and. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mirrors freak me out. So you gotta, guys are gonna love what I want to talk about then. Oh, awesome. I don't even know. One, one, one more thing about um, haunted objects before uh, you, uh, um, you guys can talk about what you guys. Chad, remember that object that no. we took out Shit. of the Lebanon house? What? It was um, this. Remind like, me. It was like this crystal necklace thing oh yeah i'm giving that oh, to no. you by yeah the way. actually yeah uh, we have a cursed necklace it's in my car this thing has been in my freaking car since the day we took it out of this house i totally forgot oh, about this uh, I, I tried to sell it for beer money but it wasn't worth it we actually did a case this was maybe a year and a half ago and we ended up taking an object out of the house because how did you get stuck with it <laughs> He gave it to me. I want to know why you have it in your car. Because, <laughs> yeah. because I keep yeah, forgetting same. to take it out. Because but, everything is in Dave's car. Yeah. Everything is in my car. I live in my car. What kind of crystal is it? I don't even know. What color is it? Yeah, I want to know that too. I don't even remember. Uh, oh my God. Orange, purple, something like that. I mean, that's... Those are very totally different. Shelby, I'll, I'll message you later when I know what it is. All right. Yeah, hey, yeah, do that. We have a couple of people on Spreaker asking, well, more questions and statements. We have... Um, Charlotte Ann said, let's go to the museum two minutes ago. Uh, Wit Don said, that's some shit. Leave it to Zach. Let's go to the museum. Wit <laughs> Don said, I could bring it. Just kidding. Just kidding. I'd piss my pants. Oh, wow. Wit Don said again, I hate that he calls the spirits out. It's like, leave them be. I don't like it either. And then Katie Stevens says, that's why spirits throw bricks at his ass. And that's why I call him <laughs> Scooby Douche. <laughs> And then, and then Wit Don says, "Like I already got out of my ghost, I already got my ghost fucking with me. I'm about to call it out and piss it off." Oh my god! Okay. He calls somebody a douche. Is that what? Scooby douche. Scooby douche. Does it sound like this? Nice. Do you know they sell those divot boxes on like eBay and stuff? You yeah, know no, I that, want right? one. I got one on the way for you. Yeah? No. <laughs> That's awesome. I'll just deactivate it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like the Ouija board we have. Oh, yes. Do you guys know about that? What? That uh, we are in, our snow is in possession of the... Uh, um, Ouija board? The Ouija board from the Enfield Demon House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she actually talked about that when she came on for the bonus episode. Didn't you... Um, you did something to it. Yeah, I neutralized I it. 
It's neutralized. To- it's, yeah. yeah, it's totally safe now. So now we can use it. No, I'm chilling. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I don't know why, but like Ouija boards are my one thing that like I just cannot. I can't. I could not. Yeah. No. It's I a- don't know why. We might be desensitized to those two because, I mean, I, we've all had them when we were a kid because, well, most of us grew up in the 70s and it was on the shelves at uh, Toys R Us. And yeah, I had one. Mm-hmm. Now, nope, no man. <laughs> yeah, nope. yeah. Like, now we know better now. <laughs> so, Snow, you might want to know your daughter said she wants to hold Annabelle. What? <laughs> yeah, my daughter me. has like the obviously not the real Annabelle doll, but she has, you know, the ones that they sell. She has the Annabelle, she has Chucky. My daughter is totally into all this stuff. If you guys could see my damn face right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So what about those glasses though? What do you think of that? What what's your personal thought on the glasses? My personal thought on the glasses is they are Ted Bundy's glasses, but that that's a lot to pay for a pair of reading glasses, man. Well, not that, what do you not guys the price, think, you idiot? That, that, what do you think of the actual glasses? Oh, the actual yeah. glasses. <laughs> I would love to have Ted Bundy's reading glasses. I don't think they should be destroyed. I think they should be, you know, something too evil to destroy. Just something that reminds you that evil's there. Yes, in that form. What do you guys think on that? Um, honestly. Obviously, stuff like that is out in the world, and if someone has their hands on them, I think it would be really cool if they put it out for display, charged people to come and look at it, and donated a portion of or all the proceeds to women that have been victimized or hurt by different people like that. That yeah. is an that excellent is idea. That's a good Spin idea. Spin it a little bit, you know? Yeah, Hell yeah. Problem. I like that. Mm-hmm. Because we all know where they are now, whose pocket it's going in. Right. Yeah, Exactly. So it's yeah, fine. No. Just make Ted Bundy pay for people to pay for women to heal and get better, little right. fucker. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a couple more things really quick. Wit Don says, I ain't LOL. And then Wit Don said again, not I am. Katie oh my Stevens, God, you guys. <laughs> Katie Stevens says, laugh a lot, yes. And then Wit Don said, no Ouija, LOL. That's just bad juju right there. And Dave's mm-hmm. an idiot, he said. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he looked at me all serious, like, really? <laughs> well, are these all your people on Spreaker? You guys know these people? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So, anyway. So, I want to go a little bit off topic on you guys. I just watched The Dirt. Dude, same last night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry, Did I'm calm. Sorry. I didn't watch it yet. Is, okay, I, I, I have some issues with the movie, but all in all, it was really good and it was really accurate. My issues are, I think they jumped around way too much and they skipped a lot of shit. Uh, yeah, I agree. I think the problem with that was, though, is in order to get any kind of story out, they had to skip huge chunks. Yeah, it is agreed because it is Motley Crue and they can do a movie all by themselves, each individual one. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to have to the, watch it. No, funny- my husband was sitting there waiting for Courtney. Not Courtney Love. That's fucking the other guy. <laughs> um, Pamela Anderson to get oh. brought up. He was all disappointed about that. The, the funniest <laughs> part of that whole movie is when they were at the hotel with Ozzy. They chose that actor really poorly. For Ozzy? Oh, yeah. yeah. This guy it. looks nothing like Ozzy. 
Hmm. But the, I don't even remember him running into Ozzy. It, it was at the hotel room when the uh, when Ozzy pissed the, on the cement pool. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But the, the cool thing I thought that uh, at the end of the movie when they were running through the credits, when they um, pit, put the pictures up with the cast that played them and then the actual pictures that they took, like them at the bars and them with Ozzy, it was it was a really cool comparison. It made I it think seem they did genuine. a really good job with their characters. Yeah, the characters were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I had no idea Machine Gun Kelly was one of the guys, though. It took me like 30 minutes in until it was brought to my attention, and I was like, bullshit. I had to Google it. Who do you play? <laughs> which which one and which Molly Kruger do you play? Machine Gun Kelly plays um, Tommy Lee. Oh, really? That's that's oh. a good fit. It looked almost like that's Tommy Lee. That's a good fit Lee. with all the tats. Yeah. They did good. Yeah, I yeah. could see that. That's cool. That's awesome. So, yeah, that is my take on the dirt because I've been waiting for that to come out. I thought you would have been all over that snow. No. You're like totally 80s music. Yeah. Like hardcore. Definitely. Yeah, I, you I was all. playing girls, girls, girls all day today, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually, it was piece of my action and wild side on repeat. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. I liked it. You got to watch it. Yeah, I'm sure. going to have to watch it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it tonight, probably. So, Alexis said on Spreaker, Dave is rad. She really said that? Yep. Is that your daughter? Yeah, that's my kid. And then Kate Stevens had agreed that uh, Ozzy was horrible. I was disappointed. Dude, it looked nothing like him. It was so bad. Really? I have to watch it it now just to see that Ozzy character. It, you Google it. I'm right. be messaging you. As Are you going to watch it, yeah. Snow? Yeah, I'll watch it. Definitely. That's my 80s stuff. <laughs> Poison, Motley Crue, Duff Leppard. For those of us who were in the 80s. <laughs> I mean, I was 89, but I don't think that counts. I was tail end of the 80s. I like, yeah. I like Motley Crue, though, and stuff like that. I like all those bands, but I've seen... Uh, Seen what's Vince Neil at the Wolf Den a couple times. It was pretty good. It's like a mini Motley Crue concert. Which well, is next cool. time he comes, you better let me so, know. Kenzie, you missed out on some cool 80s shit. I know. I just barely missed it. Damn. <laughs> I, say, I don't know when they were, but I'm a huge Pantera fan. 91 is when Phil started uh, with Pantera. Okay. I love Pantera. That's about my time. <laughs> I'm Team Dimebag all day. His oh, guitar is amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. Dimebag is God. Mm-hmm. I seen Phil and Selma open uh, Worcester at Rock and Chuck. That's awesome. And he's just sitting there with a just a plain old like no one's at his table. Oh Jesus Christ! That <laughs> was kind of weird. Almost <laughs> like he's tiny. He's I got a cool Pantera story. Let's hear it. I when uh, in 1992, my senior year of high school, we skipped school. It was me and a bunch of my buddies, and we went down to uh, the lo- local club. It was called the LNG, and it was. Pantera opening up for suicidal tendencies. Oh, oh shut wow. up. So cool. it, this was the um, Cowboys from Hell Lights Camera <gasps> Revolution Tour. And it was, th- this club had to have cool. been like maybe a 20 by 20 floor. <laughs> oh, wow. With wow. the stage and it was packed. And this was, it had to have been f- three o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Is this when is they had this show. A public restroom. <laughs> <laughs> like what? And it was the coolest thing ever. I actually made it back to school before I had to ride the bus home. 
That's perfect. awesome. That's perfect. <laughs> I got some water oh, thrown on my great. face by Glenn Danzig. That's awesome. Small club in Fargo, North Dakota. He <laughs> like threw water at my face. I was like, okay. I almost got my ass kicked by uh, Marilyn Manson too. That was in Rhode Island. What? what? You should have let him kick your ass. Well, I was. It was a. It was Club Babyhead, probably twice the size of the L and G, and uh, there was no room, so I sit. I was sitting oh, on the speakers. Club. I remember that club. My living room's yeah. twice the yeah. size of the L and G. And uh, so I was sitting on his speakers, and he um, he attacked me. He, like, jumped at me. <laughs> and uh, an- another show at the LNG that I was at, it was four days before Nir- Nirvana's Nevermind came out. Mm. And there was five people at the um, – no, this was called Babyhead. It was five people in the audience, and – I was one of them, and Dave Perner from Soul Asylum was sitting at the bar getting drunk for his birthday. <laughs> oh, shit. So I partied with Dave Perner, and we were hammered. Yeah. <laughs> well, you want to have some club stories from Hartford? No, not really. No bar stories? <laughs> no, not, none that I want to get into. <laughs> okay. I got, I, got, I, got, I got another cool one. I was up there with a buddy, the same club baby head, and it was... Um, uh-oh. The um the lead singer is named Chino. What the fuck? Oh God! Oh, Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> I know this one too. Uh-huh. I can't remember the name of the band. Madonna owns this band. Yeah. And my buddy was a big fan, and their tour bus was sitting outside, and we walked right on the tour bus, and we partied with the band and Madonna all night long. Oh, that is awesome! All right. This is, it was great, but okay, enough about me. <laughs> does Dave have photos? Dave does not have photos because what? I was a teenager. How can you not have photos? I, I was a teenager. I didn't have a phone. Yeah, we didn't have um, cell phones back oh, that, then to do all this. That's true. That's, that's true. I forgot. <laughs> this was 93, 94. Yeah, that's true. So somebody was only two years old then. I am so fucking with you, Kenzie. <laughs> no, we're huh? yeah, I don't mind it. It's okay. We're Bring out all the young jokes. I'm cool with it. <laughs> so do you guys have any haunted objects you would like to discuss? Snow, you I anything? do. All right, let's go. So the way, I don't know. So, well, I'll just run through this. So I came across a place here actually in Utah that I was completely unaware of. So yes, everyone listening, Charlotte and I will be going down there, mm-hmm. and you're coming this time. Oh, I'll be there. It won't be my birthday this time. Um, so this is an antique shop, so everyone's favorite. Um, <laughs> it's called Cat Cradle, and a handful of their collected pieces are kept out of the view of the public and upstairs in a dimly lit room, which they call the Museum of Haunted Mysterious Objects. Which this is making my heart beat really fast sounds right Sounds like... That just sounds like no effort was put into the name. So it's the a name. disappointing. <laughs> the idea of this room, though. Yeah. Um, one of the many items and what actually initially started the little museum was a doll named Marcy. And she was actually, well, she, I guess she still actually is kind of an asshole, apparently. <laughs> um, so people would mention back in the beginning that she was moving or that they had taken a picture with her and that it felt like something had hit them after they had taken a photo with her. So the owner started to tell people to ask permission before taking a photo with the doll. And if nothing happened, apparently that was permission. And if there was a noise or something or she moved following the question, apparently that was a hard no from her. 
Um, apparently, there's been quite a few situations where people have not asked permission and take a photo, have taken a photo with her, and they have come back to the antique shop months later and apologized to her or offered the owner different kinds of things to make things right because they've had so much bad luck, like losing jobs, getting in car accidents, um, all different kinds of stuff. But can we just talk about if I had that much control over people that pissed me off, this world would be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just... You're fucked. You're yeah, fucked. yeah. Um, so apparently the museum... They say it's not intended to send visitors running screaming, but listen, I saw some of the photos of the shit in there, and it's disgusting. Um, but it does leave you feeling super unsettled. I feel that way now. Yeah. So you go up and in, and apparently there's like a whole wall of old dolls and skeletons. These fucking dolls, man. <laughs> yeah. And then they have coffins and necklaces and different kinds of things. But the cool thing is, is there's constantly new fucked up items being added. So no one visit to the museum is ever the same. Um, the one thing that's there that I really want to go see that I don't, uh, it scares the crap out of me. I'll have to send you a picture, Snow, because you'll be able to tell me what your vibe off of it is. But it looks like a human life-sized voodoo doll. No. No. <laughs> like, it is. <laughs> Sit that like, fucking thing in the driver's seat and drive down the road. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell so, yeah. It's, hold on a second. Which one of you has access to your phone right now? Because I'll send it through Messenger so you guys can see it. I'm on my phone. I have mine, too. Send it through uh, Facebook Messenger. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to send it to you guys right now because you're going to see it and be like, the shit is this. What's Where is it at? The place? It's here in Provo, Utah. Okay. So it's like 20, 30 minutes from where I live. Yeah, not far at all. No. That's cool. That's going to be like some weird Mormon stuff. Uh, it's 100% probably like uh, I'm not even going to go down that road and chase no, no, that just shit. I'm just going to leave it alone I got to find the pictures where did they go okay they, keep talking while I find these guys they have a Facebook page so the, does this I know but they don't have the cool ass photos on there nobody runs it properly yeah no it looks pretty looks pretty lame not a lot of stuff on it <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty lame is it, does this oh, doll does the doll that you're talking about, is it dressed up in like an old school sailor outfit or is that another doll that I'm thinking of? <laughs> what are you what? talking about? No, no, like this, a nightmare. I, I just oh, said no, this no, doll. No. Oh Look my lord. Know. Look at that fucking thing. No. Oh my god. Oh no. Mm-mm. Same. No. <laughs> no, I have a really bad, bad like bad, stomach bad, ache. Bad. Oh, no, no, I don't. It's called gas. <laughs> It's vapors. <laughs> the vapors. Yeah. Snow's got gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, the second I saw it, I was like, oh, you were used for so much Turn evil. Around, yeah, I see. Really yeah, let's see. Yeah, oh, you didn't see. Yeah. So gross. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, awkward silence. <laughs> so Dave, do you see it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. You're so excited. Oh. That's Dave <laughs> for you. Yeah, Dave gets excited over a Dave starburst. wants to put in the front seat and drive somewhere. He's <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. hell yeah! <laughs> so put have, a wig on that thing. I'm good. Yeah. A, <laughs> so one of their pictures is a Victorian dog's tooth brooch, water buffalo horn skull beads, and strands of pink pearl cross beads. Which is kind of weird see, looking. I like that. that the skulls are pretty cool. The skulls are badass. Yeah. This is yeah. on their Facebook page, guys. Yeah, I've seen those. No, yeah, we're going to go down there and we're going to record like a whole YouTube episode to go up when we go down there. So you guys will be able to see it. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
No, I'm not touching the fucking human voodoo doll. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool, though. Yeah. Uh, no. Could be our mascot. Sage it or something. We already have a mascot. Isn't that you guys' motto, sage that shit? Yeah. Sage that shit and save our souls. <laughs> I would both. I say both to those, to that, right? Yeah. There. I'm already, I'm like freaking so we're gonna out need, thinking like, about that doll. Send all the help if you get, to, oh, don't touch that thing. No. Oh. I got quite a bit of. That freaked me out. I, I knew like, it was going that to. That gave me bad vibes. Oh, my God. I'm it still It looks like it. they updated yeah, their... Looks like it updated Facebook. There's a lot more pictures on here. Not, what was not, that? Looks like they maybe updated to Facebook. There's a lot of pictures on here. Like a lot. I mean, probably not the good stuff like you said. Yeah. But, but there's quite a few pictures on here actually now. We are giving this oh, hole-in-the-wall museum some serious airtime. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, apparently the haunted museum portion of it is not even open until later in the year, like October, November, December. Hmm. Um, it's not open year-round. They need to open that shit year round. All right, we got mm -hmm. a, we have a couple of people on Spreaker. Alexis said the haunted doll in the sailor costume is named Robert. Okay, thanks, yeah. Lex. And then, <laughs> oh, I can tell you all about Robert the doll if you want to know. I already have him memorized. If you're yeah. interested, that would be cool. And she, Katie Stevens, said Robert is the inspiration for, for Chucky. She thinks. Yeah, Taylor? I think. Oh, does that look like that? I think I heard that too. Before. Um, yeah. <laughs> Taylor, the doll Robert, is he the inspiration <laughs> for uh, Chucky? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, we have an expert sitting behind Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> with elf ears on. Yes. Elf ears are cool. <laughs> Those are cool. <laughs> We're all staring at it. <laughs> Taylor's my daughter. So. Oh. Yeah. Okay. She works with me. She um she's also obviously a witch, and um she has gifts very similar to mine. Nice. Yeah. So I would like to point out that Chad and I and possibly Mike are completely fucked in this episode because what? we have two hereditary gray witches that we one's in the room and the other we're talking to the other one. So <laughs> let's not piss anybody off. <laughs> I mean, uh -oh. Uh, that was awesome. I can't promise anything ever. <laughs> Snow, do you have any sacred objects you want to talk about? Favorite haunted objects? Um, I was just gonna touch on mirrors real quick. Fuck, dude, those. Okay, mm you got any mirror stories? <laughs> Me? Yeah. Just I curious. Have personal ones. All right. Well, share something. <laughs> so, um. There's, I don't know, there's just been a couple times when it's been late at night. It's always been between about three and four o'clock in the morning when there is, I, there's a guy standing in my fucking mirror. No. And there's, uh, I think the first time he ever tried to reach for me, I was like 12. Oh, wow. Um, and I had to just basically say like, yeah, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> every once in a while. And I know it's usually after I've been doing a lot of work um, I'll see him in the mirror and it doesn't matter what mirror it's just whatever I'm around it's just when your energy well he's in the mirror yeah. he's in uh, the mirror um, dimension mm -hmm. sorry I couldn't come up with the word yeah that's like I don't know do you astral travel also not on purpose okay um, 
there's a lot of different dimensions, and one of them is actually called the mirror dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything kind of like goes backwards, and um, it, so cool. it's it's a really hard one to get through. Um, I started astral traveling when I was very young because I I was doing it not purposely, and um, basically crash landing back into my body, and it, it, oh. it's very it's very hard. It's a hard thing to go through. Shelby, have you experienced that? I have, but I was lucky enough that I was able to have someone teach me a little bit about picking an anchor. Right. Yeah. Um, my grandmother is the one who, um, taught me, um, she was my guide through everything, um, until she Mm -hmm. passed away. And so, um, yeah, when I was really little, I would start astral traveling and, the crash land back into my body was really bad and I had never really brought it up to my grandmother. My grandmother had a vision one day and brought it to me. But, um, one of the realms that I like to go in is the mirror one. And when I was younger, because it's, it's, it's so strange. Um, it, it's, it almost like it doesn't have a floor. It's, it's almost like prismed all the way around and like things are backwards. It's really creepy, but, um, yeah, that sounds to me like whoever is popping up in whatever mirror for you, it's obviously obviously not the mirror um, because it would be attached to that one mirror. So right. if he's coming through different mirrors, he's got to be from the mirror realm. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a quick question for both of you. Uh, would a mirror be one of the easiest things for a spirit to attach itself to being... It has a mirror realm. I don't know if it would be easier. What ha- usually what happens with attachments is, as, like, say, um, an an old lady had, you know, her favorite piece of furniture was her bureau with a mirror on it, right? A lot of these people that pass, that's how they attach themselves to these things. So, um, that's usually how somebody, like, a, a spirit, com- becomes attached to it. But spirits that have learned to travel other realms, um, if you know, if he likes it there, he's going to stay there. So, 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 would a mirror be like an easy object for a portal? Yes. Yeah, there. Those are used in a lot of different um, spells and different things like that, f- specifically for summoning, because people can enter in and out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will cover their mirrors or there's some witches that will burn a candle in front of the mirror to stop the negativity from coming through the mirror. Well, um, I scry and use mirrors. Um, I, okay. I, I can use um, a black mirror depending on what my goal is. I'll say it that way. Um, either a black mirror or a regular mirror. But you would have to usually when you scry with a mirror, you're in pitch darkness and then you would light a candle. And you would sit in front of the mirror and go into scrying. Um, but what I will say is, um, as far as mirrors, they're very common to me. Um, with people having issues, like all the cases that I've done. And um, a lot of people make this mistake, and it's not every single case, but if people have two mirrors facing each other in their house, they should really move one of the mirrors because that tends to create a portal. So if you have two mirrors that are facing each other in your house, I would suggest you 
move them. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like thinking of every mirror in my house. Well, it's it's strange. I oddly have always found comfort in having mirrors around. Um, but my husband will not let me have them in the home. Okay. He's terrified of them. Um, he does not like them. I think the only mirrors we have in my house are the ones that are in the bathroom. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I like them. Not so, a lot of mirrors in my house. That's why I was like thinking of everyone was facing. You wouldn't like my house because like one half of our house has eight foot tall mirrors all along one wall. There's I think about, that'd be cool. There's about yeah, five of them. I would scry in there. Like, <laughs> like that. Yeah. You guys no, got I, all yeah. serious on me when you said uh, the astral projection. Oh. I, the first thing that came to my mind was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they're making a part three. Did you see that? Oh, yes. yes and I can't one, wait. One I just 20. watched that movie yeah. last night. <laughs> Bill and Ted? Yes. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Wild movie. Stallions. Yes. <laughs> Wild Stallions. The Wild Stallions will return. <laughs> hey, <in> Chad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, a, that's a pretty cool thing with the mirrors. I didn't know that. Yeah. So what's, yeah. A, what's, a, well, what's a candle? The cool thing you can do with mirrors that I've done is you can... Um, Snow, you might know the term for it better because it's escaping me. You can stare at yourself in the mirror and make eye contact with yourself, basically, and your physical form slips away, and you can see your aura and your energy and your soul like radiating outside of it's, your body. It's a form of it's a form of scrying. Yeah, because I do that and I'll scribble shit all over the fucking mirror. Yeah, oh. yeah. I will be doing that tonight when I get home. I will teach you how to do it. Calling snow later, crying. Right before it shifts into like the spiritual opening or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. um, you're gonna look disfigured and kind of like morphed, almost like your face melts. At least that's what it looks like for me. Don't panic and break eye contact. Push through that. Good tip. Dave, Dave has this look on his face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave will be doing this. <laughs> You know, we have a doll story, too, really quick, just saying. Do we? The doll at, at the Leffingwell. Oh, that, the jail doll, right? That is a creepy Oh, creepy I remember that. Doll. Yeah, so we had this yeah. doll upstairs at the museum, and it was made by a prisoner in Norwich in, what, 1910? No, it was before that. It was in the mid-1800s because it was over on Asylum Street when they actually had the jail. Oh. This was before uh, Norwich State Hospital was built. This museum's from 1675. Yeah. So this doll was upstairs, and a lot of women wouldn't go up there. Remember that in the beginning? Yes. Because we figured the doll was inside of a baby's crib, and it was made by, you know, a felon. Yeah, it was made by an inmate of the original uh, prison in Norwich, and the head is like four sizes too small for this body, but it is porcelain. We are assuming that the head was not original because it just looks creepy and out of place. But this doll moves. Yeah. We took it away from the crib and like the tension upstairs kind of dropped, which was nice. But uh, that's one of the main rooms where um, you remember that first night we did an investigation. There? Yes. Our cameras were falling off the wall. Uh, Greg, at the president at the time, fell and split his head open. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, pretty crazy night, man. I think, Mike, were you there that night for a little bit? I can't remember. I just love how nonchalantly you just yeah. glaze over that. Yeah. 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 Well, you got you to understand, all that, all this stuff started here in the center of the country and, and went that way. It's slowly migrating stuff. towards you guys now. Everything. <laughs> but, yeah, that, that doll yeah. right now, I'm pretty sure, is stapled to that bassinet. That thing's What's, not going anywhere. No, the last the doll time. Does have a name? The last time we were there. The doll does not have a um, name. 
the room that Brittany and I were in when we had the we were communicating and we had the pumps up on the bureau, the doll was dead in front of us. Okay. And uh, I got a feeling with the doll and then literally like three seconds later the EM pump flew right at us. That's and it broke. We have video of it. We have it's video pretty, of it, oh yeah. God. It's actually pretty cool. I wonder if like life insurance companies would even fuck with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> not with me on the team they're like nope Dave's on the team fuck you yeah. all <laughs> well we Dave know. Dave and Taylor uh, look at the house that we did in where was it oh that one um, Woodstock Woodstock yeah. Dave and Taylor are climbing into the like the, it's an old ass uh, basement and there's a well down there that's not even like properly wired off or closed off or anything and these two are climbing into it oh hell yeah oh my god (laughs) 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 they were gone for like 15 minutes oh my god (laughs) that that was a good time that was was a fun investigation it was huge that house was huge yes speaking that we're going back to a second house this friday yeah yeah at 8 30 this this is a house uh, that we just did. Uh, actually, it was the house that we did when you guys interviewed it on your uh, extra podcast. Okay. So yeah. the, you guys, they, um, Snow and Chad were being interviewed with you guys from the driveway of this house. Right. Oh, yeah. And we are going back. This This house is from late 1800s. It is three stories. There's six rooms per story. Oh my god! It is an old Victorian style house. It is beautiful. Huge. It has a, it's pretty cool. It's stained glass window when you walk into the right on the stairs. I mean, this place is beautiful. So Shelby at this location is actually an elemental on the property. Oh shit! Yeah. So. <laughs> and there's a toilet in the ba- in the basement that <laughs> doesn't have any walls. That was a fun jump. <laughs> well, it's weird. It's just like sitting out in the middle of nowhere. I don't think it's ditchy. It, yeah, it, it's the toilet works, and it's in the middle of this basement it doesn't with work? no walls around it. I don't remember it working. I don't remember that. I'll, I'll try it out next time. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. No, ne- the last time you left us and went to the bathroom, you got choked. So, uh, <laughs> Okay, I was choked. I was not doing the choking. They, they, they're trying to tell you to listen to reason. <laughs> I I think that I think that the Enfield guy almost reminded me of Mike. Why? I don't know. Just the way he looked, I I don't know why. I, I can't remember what he looked like. And I. It's a, how the hell does Mike remind you of a guy that you don't, <laughs> don't even remember, remember what he looks like? Exactly. Yeah. What yeah, the fuck is I don't that? Know. It just did. I don't know. I, I told you that. Then I told you that that night too. I was like, he kind of looks like Mike. Have, what was that? Does anyone have the nickname Cookie? I keep hearing the word Cookie. cookie. Unless I just want a fucking cookie. <laughs> I <laughs> could no. just want a cookie. I think you want a cookie. I just keep hearing cookie, cookie, cookie. Mm-hmm. No, no, I don't. So Tabitha, no, nothing to me. I'm gonna no, make no. sugar cookies. You guys no, know right. what Tabitha Sid- Sidwell? Who's that? Oh, so, oh, on the talking thing. Yeah, on the speaker. She said, "Latest hell," but I didn't miss it. LOL. Tabitha, you can go back and listen to it, and you can download it. Share it with really your friends. Share it with your friends and family. What are you making? I want one. I'm making sugar cookies now. What? I want one. Nice. We're sugar cookie list over here. Sugar cookie list. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So uh, you guys can't see this, but I'm going to describe this to you. In the studio, right behind the door, there is this six foot mannequin. <laughs> 
That's right behind my that's back. That's right behind snow. <laughs> and it's, I mean, it's got a fairly recent attire to it. Like, it's got this brown and black striped dress with, like, this, what, I, what I'd call a hippie sleeveless V-neck. And it's creepy. Shelby, so she had no style? Is that what you're telling me? Shelby, yeah. I just texted you a picture of it. Ah, lovely. <laughs> That's She's awesome. the guardian of my studio. <laughs> so we do have uh, our second annual May fundraiser coming up. Yes. Read about it, Dave. Read about Oh. <laughs> well, before you do that, I'm going to say goodbye to everybody because I have to step out. I think we're almost mm-hmm. done if you just want to hang up in there. So. Okay. Yeah, because we've been on for an hour. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just like two more minutes. Okay, go ahead. So our annual fundraiser, I'm going to get this wrong, is May 15th. Oh, fuck. What day is that? I'm Hanukkah. Sorry, I just saw the picture. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, this fundraiser, what we do is uh, we invite the public into the Leffingwell House Museum, and we teach you guys how to use our equipment, and we let you guys be the investigators for the night. Now, we do have three time slots, and I believe the time slots are 7 to 8.30, 9 to 10.30 and 11 to 12.30. I don't have the... On their end. Oh, okay. I don't have the sheet in front of me, so I could be like a half hour off on these times. Uh, tickets are $30 for an adult, $20 for children, no one under the age of 12. Unless you pay more. I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. No, it's, it, extra? Yeah, no, it's a good time. We uh, we have a it's smaller one than in October. We have a better one. Um, we're having two days this year, and then we're going to be doing some days over to um, where's the other place we're going to be doing? Um, uh, the Haunted Manor, Dark Manor, the Dark yeah. Manor in Ockham, which is a legit haunted. Chad calls it a spook house, but it's open in October, and it's it's a haunted house with shit pops out on you, and there's noises and. People dress around, dress up in costumes, and they run around and scare the shit out of you. It's a good time, but yeah. that's not what we're going to be doing. No, it's a <laughs> schoolhouse from the 1800s, but Snow's giving okay. me a look like I got to go. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, um, hang on, just a couple more things from we have. Wit Dawn says, "Bye, Snow. Have a good one." Bye. And then Wit Dawn also said, "I love listening to you guys in the background of everything I'm doing." Thank you very much. I don't know if it's your first time listening. And then mm-hmm. with Don said, oh, my God, shut the fuck up. I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it says, with Don, will you post a link, Shelby? Uh, Tabitha Sidwell said, my, my nine-year-old would be begging to go. Tabitha, you make the drive. He can come. He or she can come. We'll save a ticket for you. And I'm going to side of the country, so it makes it hard. Yeah, it does make it a little hard. <laughs> but, yeah, so we would probably get wrapping up here because Snow has an hour drive back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I just want to do a few shout-outs. Uh, one, two... <laughs> I'm sorry, this, these are important. One to uh, Leslie Dukas, who was her birthday. Oh, Lester on, the uh, Molester. You know, it was her birthday wow. on St. Patrick's Day. Wow. Uh, my daughter Alexis, her birthday was also St. Patrick's Day. Jeez. Dave, your birthday yeah. was yesterday. My birthday it? was yesterday, yeah. and shout out to Kenzie. Her birthday was yesterday too. Yeah. Oh, look at that. I'll see if I'd known about that. I, I could. I've got a cold, cute, some cool, cool music. I might be able to find it. Awesome anyway. people are born on March 24th because that's the Undertaker's yeah. birthday as well. 
Mm-hmm. Awesome people are born in Aries season. Absolutely. Hey, my husband's an Aries. I'm an Aries too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we are going to be um, going and signing off. Yeah. Hold on, Leslie used to be one of our investigators. Yes, Leslie was she, one of our investigators. She was really good. She was uh, no drama. She was just one of the dudes. She was awesome, and she <laughs> no she was really like one of the dudes for real. She was awesome. Um, I actually was talking to her recently. She needs to come back. Yeah, you know, there's always an open door for her. So, all right, uh, ladies, thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for, we, having, thank us. for having us. We appreciate really appreciate it. it. Thank you for thank you. I mean, I know they're all your people, but on Spreaker, people are just blowing us up, which is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. you, again, you guys can see us at uh, arrowheadinvestigations.net or crossingthevale.wix.com for snow site. And uh, I just want to thank Mike. For the awesome production he does on his podcast for us. No problem. Wit Don gave us, Wit Don said, I'm not sure Wit Don's a guy or a girl because there's a guy and girl in the picture. But he said, <laughs> you know, it's a picture of two people. Girl. It's a girl? Okay. It's, well, there's a guy and a girl in the picture. It says Virgo and it has a hands up. So thanks, guys. Have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening, guys. Right. Thank you. And until you next time. Time. Rock on, Shelby. Thank you for listening. Project 26 is co-produced through a collaboration of the teams of Arrowhead Paranormal and Crossing the Veil Paranormal Society. To reach either of our teams, please visit them on Facebook or find them on Twitter. Project 26 is copyright 2019. So